This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Cheeseheads. Cheeseheads. Get on your feet. It's Curd and Law. Hosted by Sparky Fighter and Ryan Horvath. What are you confident in in this Green Bay Packers team as we do confident, concerned, and curious? Pretty confident we're going to get a good effort on the defensive side of the ball if Jair Alexander does play in this game. Do we have a Do we have an update as we record? We're recording a little bit earlier than we usually do. I don't, I don't believe he, I expect yeah, him to be out there, to be honest with you. I expect Devondre Campbell, hopefully, to be out there, and that's important. You know, the guy with the green dot that gets everybody lined up. Um, so those are two important players that come back. And the Packers always play Minnesota tough at Lambeau Field. I mean, we saw this last year. That wasn't a very good defense or a very good Packers team. I mean, they did kind of put things together the final couple weeks of the season on both sides of the ball, but they completely shut down Justin Jefferson with Jair with some safety help up top. And now there's no Justin Jefferson in this game. You know, their best option right now is a rookie in Jordan Addison, and I really like him. Loved him at USC. Loved him at Pitt before that, but... You know, if Jair's back, I think they're going to be able to uh, contain him. And then it's K.J. Osborne. Hawkinson will probably go over his receptions. You should probably bet that if you're into sports betting. T.J. Hawkinson over receptions. Packers always filled by tight ends. But, you know, that'll be all underneath stuff. And then when the Vikings get into the red zone, it'll be about shutting them down, holding them the field goals, and then getting something going on the offensive side of the ball. But I am confident we get a good effort on the defensive side of the ball from the Green Bay Packers. And you know what, damn it, I'm confident that they're going to win this football game so much that I have $1,000 on it. I don't think Jair Alexander is going to play. Having said that, they asked Joe Barry uh, yesterday about, uh, is it going to be harder? This is from Ryan Wood's Twitter account, a Green Bay Press Gazette. Joe Barry asked if it's harder to match Jair Alexander when he doesn't know about his top cornerback's availability. He notes Justin Jefferson on the IR helps that quote that makes things a lot easier when 18 is not playing. When you're not facing a guy like him, that makes it easier. So I, I'm not I, I'm not sure he's playing. And Stokes, if you didn't if you missed that one, uh, he yeah, showed up yeah. for a player two and then back to the IR with what a hamstring injury. Four I'm boys. again. I'm so sick of this. Like they need to do an overhaul of that damn training staff. And there have been guys up there for a hundred years that should just be replaced and they should start over with that staff. It drives me absolutely nuts. Either way, so now if it's Rajul Douglas and a handful of others like Ballantyne and Valentine and all these other dudes that they got out there, I still am not fearful necessarily of that offense against our cornerbacks. That, that, that's not what concerns me. I'll get to what concerns me coming in a little bit. Confident. Not confident in much. Uh, I, I'll say I am confident 
that Rashawn Gary gets two sacks in this game uh, against Kirk Cousins. Cousins doesn't really move and run all that much, whatever the case may be. More of a sitting duck a little bit. Rashawn Gary, you pointed out, I think, on the last podcast, he's got the highest uh, pressure rate, I think, per snaps or whatever it was uh, in the National Football League to this point. So yeah. he is he is playing really, really well right now. Um, and I don't see why that stops. So I'll say I'm confident Rashawn Gary gets a couple of uh, sacks uh, in this game. That's, 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 I guess what I'll say is confident concerns. Ryan Horvat. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Well, now I'm concerned about Jair Alexander. <laughs> uh, like you said, I did not practice on nope. Thursday. But like, so he came back. He was at practice. He just didn't practice. Campbell was back at practice. Yeah, so I'm concerned about these injuries. Like you said, man, Stokes already on the IR. We only get four plays of Eric Stokes this season, so it's really hard to evaluate what he was going to be year three. Um, yeah, I mean, concerned about these injuries. Concerned that I look at the box score, it's the second quarter, and Aaron Jones hasn't caught the football yet. Like, I don't want to hear about this pitch count like we talk about every week. Aaron Jones is not a type of running back, not the type of running back that could handle 15 to 20 carries. I get that. He's not Derrick Henry or Adrian Peterson, but you could use him like Elvin Kamara, right? Like you could pop him out of the backfield. There's no reason he shouldn't have seven to 10 receptions every single week. He's your best player. Yeah, but if they're worried about his hamstring, do they want him running routes? Well, then get Christian Watson more involved. There's no reason that he should finish with three catches. He's got to stay on the field, I get. You know, um, but that's what I'm concerned about. Injuries and then the offense – finally showing me something creative kind of like, I want to see what we saw week one against the bears, something different. I am concerned that this Packers offense is going to be owned by the Vikings defense. I'm concerned that love's going to throw three more picks. I'm concerned that love's going to get sacked three to five times. I'm concerned. It's going to be a a demolition from this Vikings defense. I'm concerned about this for multiple reasons. One, this offensive line is still just as bad as it was last week. This Vikings defense can get pressure. Hunter specifically can get pressure. That's a problem. Secondly, they show a lot of different things that maybe Love has not seen to this point. They'll show one thing and do another. And I think the the, the chances of confusing these wide receivers into doing stuff they shouldn't be doing and Love going one spot and the wide receiver not being there and not making the right adjustment or the wide receivers running the wrong routes and being confused by what they're seeing. That is what concerns me. I saved a quote here. Uh, You're going to love this because again, we talk about this team being young, trying to figure it out and it's going to be a process. This is from Tucker craft. Zach Cruz uh, tweeted this out. I got a bunch of stuff from Zach uh, Cruz's Twitter account. It's from Paul Bridal's story uh, uh, from the USA today. Quote, Second half, you've got about maybe 20 reps of their defense under your belt, said Kraft. You get the picture. You get to take advantage of what they've already given you. Looks, scheme, safety rotation. You get a clear picture into the second half about what they're doing. So that's why second half adjustments are always so pivotal in games. And maybe that's why we come out punching because we are familiar with the technique. Maybe we've already gotten the pressure and are familiar with it that time. It's always different. 
if you have veterans coming in to a game, they realize quicker what is happening, right? They're able to go, okay, this is what they're trying to do to us. This is what we're going to do. When you got a bunch of young dudes trying to figure this out on a fly that have not seen much of anything in the NFL to this point, it takes them longer to figure it out. Now, I think it's fair to say, what are our coaches doing on the sidelines? The coaches should be helping to decipher this stuff and putting these guys and telling these guys into, you know, putting these guys in situations to be successful or whatever the case may be. But you can't run the routes for them. You can't block for them. They all have to, and and you might tell them what they're supposed to do. And then Tucker Craft gets out there and what the coaches tell them, okay, this is what you do in this situation. And it looks like a situation. And then it ends up not being that. It ends up being something else. And there goes a guy blowing by you that you didn't expect to be there. And then you're like, oh crap, where the hell did that come from? That's the type of stuff where they kind of got to learn on the job. And that's what the season was going to be about on offense. That's what it's been about on offense. Uh, And because of how these guys play defense and how they scheme it up, that's why I'm very concerned that this is going to be ugly on Sunday. I hope I'm wrong, though. God, do I hope I'm wrong.